podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, boys and girls, back to Brutal Nation, a podcast series dedicated to lesser-known serial killers and acts of true crime. I'm your host, Scott Alexander, and right across from me is the one, the only, the one who does most of the presentations while I just sit here and make jokes look pretty, Tammy Underwood. Say hi, Tam Tam. I'm the hardest working white girl in podcast show business today. I'm going to, I'm going to actually, <laughs> you're making a joke, but I agree because you do, like, you I do. Work, I well, never thought that I'd see somebody who works the hours that I work. Well, <laughs> Fuck, it helps man. that I am A, a chronic insomniac, and B, it also kind of helps that I'm in a lot of pain lately, and so I'm up a lot, so I feel guilty just sitting there, so I work. Yeah, stay in pain. Because <laughs> that hurts. I'm just fucking with I know. You. It's actually feeling better oh, right cool, now, because cool. I took that... Those that medicine and you rubbed that lotion in for me. It rubs the lotion on the skin. He or totally wild built my back. <laughs> no, if it weren't for Scott, I don't know what I'd do because nobody else can rub it in. Like I mean, because he, you know, you know how to massage that one spot. Nobody else does. He knows how to rub. I know the it sounds skin. so dirty every time I say it because I'm looking at you and I know how you think. And now our listeners are like. Oh my god! Okay, so they're like seeing each other and they're working no, together. He's it's, no, he's my work husband. That's it. Yeah, we're just we're just married at work. It's yeah, weird. We went through that the other day. I was like, you know, people ask us if we're in a relationship, and technically, you're my husband. You're my work husband. This is true. So, this is true. Yeah. All right, Miss Tamalicious, what do you got for me? <laughs> I am doing an unsolved case <laughs> that. I believe needs to be highlighted. Hold on, it doesn't have to do anything with goddamn tube socks, does it? No. Okay, because no. the last time you did one, you had to do a No, our first unsolved case was the tube sock killer, and I picked that one sock. specifically because it said tube sock killing. That's retarded, man. That's one more the puppy. Oh, uh, yeah, the puppies are wrestling. Oh, that's what it is. I was like, sounds like, but now I see that sounds like happy. Um, no, this one is, I believe, needs to be highlighted. And. <laughs> I love dogs. Let me too. <laughs> I know. We, like, got, we, we got guest dogs we here do for have a couple guest days. Puppies. And so my whole thing is this one needs to be highlighted because there's so much done that shouldn't have been done. So much that didn't get done that should have been done. And I believe it needs to awareness needs to be made. Okay. Because cool. these are victims and they need they need to have justice done for their murders. We, even without tube socks. Without tube socks. Nobody's wearing tube socks today. I could, I could be. I hate you for that statement because I hate tube socks. I literally, I don't have a phobia of them. I just think they're pointless. In my pants. And we're done with this episode. Already. <laughs> are you on a roll? Are you on a mission to have the shortest episode ever? It's better than having shortness in my pants. <laughs> well, from what I hear. <laughs> Anywho. Okay. So this one is called the Jeff Davis 8. It's also been called the Jennings 8. Um, it refers to a series of unsolved murders out of the Jefferson Davis Parish in Louisiana. And where? Louisiana. That's right. Hey, you said it right. You said it right. Louisiana. Yes, Louisiana. I don't say it quite that good, but yeah. Okay, these happened between 2005, 2009. And it's where the bodies of eight women were found in swamps and canals surrounding Jennings area. And most of them were found in such a state of decomp 
as to make it the actual cause of death difficult to determine, which I'm sure happened because, A, they're in the swamp water, which we know is, right. like, teeming with bacteria that'll help decompose a body faster. Right. I'm surprised that fish, you know, a catfish and oh, gators yeah. alligators and yeah. all that shit. I mean, even though alligators don't like the taste of human beings, they will, you know, Well, the fish, apart. though, man, because yeah, inside too. the swamps, there's, you know, you got all yeah, kinds they have of the fish alligator, They have the alligator garp and all that. Garp, kind of. not a garp. I know what I meant, and as soon as I said it, I knew it was wrong, and I knew you would point it out. Yeah, them sons of bitches are scary. Yeah. I know, I've seen them. I haven't seen them up close, but they look scary. They're scary as shit. Do their teeth hurt? I've never been bitten by one. Oh. Yet. <laughs> But I don't stick my penis in that water either. Let's, I wouldn't either. We should go down. I know it scares me when I see kids swimming in the swamps on the shows. I'm like, what are you doing? I call them bait. Yeah. That would be a puppy by the name of asshole. No. <laughs> that is Boris. Boris, go get Natasha. Come here, Boris. Come here. Oh, no. You want to yell at me? So, um... There was actually an investigative reporter by the name of Ethan Brown, and he did a very good article on this that I kind of read some of it, um, where he revealed that police investigations were like totally like almost like police misconduct level. Okay, so I have a question, and I'm this isn't a racist thing. Were they black girls? We'll get into it. Well, there's a reason why I asked because no, I understand. we see time and time again that uh, yeah. when people are, uh, are are you know with, uh, different yeah. ethnicities yeah we just got we just had that in the, sadly in the south no we I just had say. that remember um, with Lonnie Franklin in California yeah. with the black prostitutes who were drug addicted and all that other crap yeah you, you know? know and it's like the cops are just basically like oh well yeah it's a black prostitute it gives a shit. yeah and that's why I asked because no yeah they just, were yes. Okay. Yeah. That explains, of some ethnicity, yes. That explains exactly why yeah. law enforcement. And what year was this? 2005 through 2009. Wow. So, so Very not, recent. Kind of more recent than the rest of our shit. Yeah. I still can't believe um, the great state of Louisiana would have still cops like that. And if I'm go, Fuck it, but okay. not mistaken. Hang on a minute. You know, I didn't put this together until just now. But... And maybe I just didn't get that far in my research because I told you I, I hadn't quite finished my research, but we had to present. She so, uh, found a paw print, so bear with us here. Give me just two minutes because I can't type when you're making fun of me. I'm not making fun of you. you Should we restart the episode? Um, no, I'm just looking at it did happen then. Okay. It was in 2005, shortly before Hurricane Katrina. Oh, That's damn. what I was looking Because it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. We found a little paw print. I did find a paw print. Yeah. So this is my whole thing. Is I'm going to go through the the murders. I'll give the victims the cause of death, all that other stuff, um, what cause of death they could find. And I'm going to try to go through what connects them. And then we'll talk about the, you know, the investigations and all that crap, okay? And then we even have some suspects, but it's weird how they... Oh, no, maybe that's not this one. I was looking they at even had, Didn't they have suspects in the tube sock one, too? There's always, uh, like, some suspects and shit. Not really, but kind of. Well, no, because they had that truck driver that they found. Oh, yeah, the, one, the one fingerprint on the outside Which of the made vehicle. no fucking no sense, sense at all. at all. And you and I both adhere to the fact that if they listen to our podcast, they might believe us. Two killers. 
That has to be. Has to be. But Tube Sock Killers has to be two fucking two killers. Two fucking killers. Running, At least two, if not three. Running around saying, oh, it's got to be a single killer. No. If you're the detective working on that, they you're can't. a dumbass. They, it cannot be a single killer. It's two, if not three. Yeah. It's got to be. It's more than one. I can it, tell you that. Definitely more than one. Fucking idiots. Yeah. Anyway, Anywho. Right. Okay. So, anyways, like I said, there was a lot of controversy surrounding this case, and I'm choosing to feature it because... Despite the controversy, despite what you believe about the controversy, these are victims of a murder, and they need to have their justice. That somebody needs to be held accountable for them. Justice given justice out by will be Tammy served. Underwood. That's right. No, that's why I like doing the unsolved ones because you know. Anyways, okay. So the victims were, um, in order, twenty-eight-year-old uh, Loretta Lewis. She was found floating in a river by a fisherman on May twentieth of two thousand five, which is right before Hurricane Katrina. Then other victims were Ernestine Marie Daniels Patterson, who was 30, 21-year-old Kristen Gary Lopez, 26-year-old Whitney Dubois, 23-year-old Laconia Muggy Brown. <laughs> I love that Muggy name. Muggy is her nickname. Um, 24-year-old Crystal Shea Bonet, Benoit, excuse me, Zeno. Wait, like a Benoit Balls? Benoit, B-E-N-O-I-T, Benoit. Benoit Balls. Yes. Shut up. And 17-year-old <laughs> Brittany Geary. And the final body was 26-year-old Nicole Gilroy. Now, if you notice the age, 17 to 30. Okay. Okay, so I can understand the length that they were all linked together. Now, Patterson and Brown were found with their, they had their necks, their throats cut. The other bodies were too advanced state of decomp to determine the cause of death, though they did think asphyxia might have been caused as a su- suspected cause, but I don't. I haven't found yet where they got that from, unless it's like hmm. they specifically noticed the hyoid bone broken. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious. But about then, that. with that amount of decomp, I wouldn't expect that bone well, to the, be there. They're saying they're saying asphyxia, so that would mean suffocating and as oh, that's to choking. True. Yeah, it could have been either. Huh? So yeah, they're not going to break the hyoid bone if they're bone, suffocated. If they're suffocated, but how would they be able to tell that with all the decomp? That's, I mean, like I said, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I kind of get into it more, but there are a lot of unanswered questions, and I'm kind of hoping you can help me answer them by, you know. I got my little notebook. You do. We'll start do looking for paw prints. Shut up. Okay, this is it. Brown, this author guy, this investigative reporter, his investigative work revealed um, some tangled connections between all of the victims. Oh, okay. Yeah. And between victims, some suspects, the police were involved. And he thinks that most of the victims knew each other. So I mean, when you say tangled, did he, are we talking like the seven ways of Kevin or uh, the Bacon? six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yeah, whatever See, that's is. just it. Type he, of a way. He believes that most of the victims knew each other because some of them were actually related by blood, which we saw with the names, such as Kristen Gary Lopez was the cousin of Brittany Gary, or lived together, and Gary lived with Crystal Bonet shortly before her death. Oh, okay. See, so that's, it's like those interweaving. So, uh, yeah, so it's uh, kind of like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Well, not really, because usually when people are playing that game, it's like this person who worked with this person who knows this person yeah, who's that's true. was this person it's a, worked it, with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah it's the whole, stupid. I know people who know people who don't know me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, th- these people actually fucking knew each other. Yeah. Like in real life. Yeah. No, yeah. They also shared common traits as they were all impoverished, 
had some sort of mental illness and a history of drug abuse and sex work. They were sex workers. That's why. That's why. I'm going to bring this up again. You will. And I kind of agree with you. Pisses me the fuck off with the cops, man. Every time it's a a hooker that's involved, you know, or... Let me give you one more bit of information before you say that. Okay. The women also served as informants for the police about local drug trade and often provided information about other Jefferson 8, the Jeff Davis 8 victims before their own deaths. Yeah. What does that tell you? It's got to be a fucking cop. I'm saying it's a cop. Yeah. <clears throat> That's just me. Or somebody who has a cop in their pay- their payroll. It just pisses me off that every time that a prostitute's involved, mm-hmm. and especially in uh, any, any prostitute that is uh, anything but white, and I'm not putting down us white people, no. okay? I'm not. But it just seems like when, whenever something like that's involved, it's like, huh, it's just a black hooker. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You yeah. know, and they do it to white hookers too. But, but it's not they look, to that extreme. It's not to that extreme. At least yeah. they'll kind of take a little peeky peek and go, hey, yeah. it's a white girl who sucks dick for a living. So, yeah. okay, we better no, look. No, and up that's why it saddens me. Fuck. That's why I believe, you know, because we did just do Lonnie Franklin and that one pissed me off because of the cop, you know, the procedures that the cops went through. That one pissed me the fuck off. Oh, yeah. And so this one kind of irritated me too. Because, like, like I said, I don't care who you are. At the end of the day, you're human. You deserve to live. Everybody does. Most of the time, except for Lonnie Franklin. <laughs> and Ng. <laughs> and Ng, the last one we did. Oh, and Hermolka. Let me tell. Let me say <laughs> Let's that. Let's not talk about Hermolka. I got, I got to throw sugar tits in there. <laughs> you have to throw your favorite sugar tits. You in know what's going to happen? Is, she's going to fucking come here and kill you. No, she's going to sue me. Is oh, what well, she's going to do. I don't care. And when that happens, I swear to God, when the process server shows up with those papers, I'm going to call everybody and laugh. It finally fucking happened. <laughs> Are you going to call everybody on group chat and be like, I dude, am. you don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling the people who handle our tech. I'm calling you. I'm calling everybody. Guys, guys, this is awesome. Look at this. Look, look, look. The bitch I'll come and videotape me. it and post it on our website saying, it happened. It happened, guys. <laughs> Being sued. Let's That's go to right. court. We're going to have a blast with this because yeah. she's a fucking twat. She is. So um, let's get okay. So Kristen Lopez, actually one of the victims, was present when the police shot and killed a drug dealer by the name of Leonard Crochet in 2005. As opposed to Leonard Knitting. Yeah. In 2005, along with several individuals connected to the Jeff Davis 8 case, including Alvin Bootsy Lewis who fathered a child with the victim, Whitney Dubois, and is also the brother-in-law of the first victim, Loretta Chason Lewis. I know this is a convoluted story. It's going to be hard to follow. I can't get over the, you know, the things like Leroy the Chugmeister Wilson. It's Alvin Bootsy, his nickname. Yeah, Bootsy, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, Leonard Crochet, I love that name. (laughs) A grand jury actually investigated the shooting and determined there was no probable cause for charge of negligent homicide against this police officer, even though a Louisiana state police investigation into the shooting concluded that he was unarmed and was shot to death by law enforcement. Okay. Seems legit to me. Yeah. Unarmed people get shot all the time. Yeah. However, witnesses told investigators they believed that police had killed many of the victims because what they knew about the shooting of Leonard Crochet. Probably. Probably. I mean, I'm not beyond saying the cops are corrupt. You know what happens in small little southern areas? Oh, yeah. You think- I mean, the night the lights went out in Georgia is a perfect example. Well, also, you want to know what's quicker than the speed of your internet? The grapevine and a small rule. Gossip. 
place and gossip. Yes, I know. That shit works quick. That that moves faster than the speed of light. That is better than reaching out and touching somebody. Yep. As the old, <laughs> as the old saying used to say, you know, it works better than Ma Bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, there's that. Now, in December of 08, there was a task force put together that consisted of 14 federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies to help solve these killings. Okay? They started out searching for a serial killer. However, Brown's investigative work exposed connections between victims, suspects, and the police cast doubt on the theory that the Jeff Davis 8 is the work of a serial killer. <coughs> Duh. Yeah. Well, I'm only featuring it because it was listed on our serial killers, and I want other people to decide. Oh, yeah. This has to be a real active serial killer. They, no, it is. This is a fucking cop. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. <laughs> Family members of the victims actually do believe that it's the cops. Well, I, I, I always have to interject this. I do. I fully support law Me enforcement. Me, too. One hundred percent. But like I said, I do not believe that they are. Some of them are not corrupt. No, there, there are. They're just corrupt. Especially, cops. I'm sorry, in the South. Oh. I mean, I love South. I love a Southern man. <laughs> I love them. But it's. I mean, I think it's why it's an old boys club. Okay, admittedly, in some of the smaller yeah. rural towns, it's a good old boys club. And the parishes and stuff. Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean. Not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that, you know, it happens. Right. And they will do things to cover up. Maybe. <laughs> you will neither confirm nor deny. I will neither confirm nor deny that. You're so dumb. <laughs> I adore you. So. Sorry, I took a bite of my chicken. You were supposed to talk for a second. Oh, for a and second. That's all good. Anyways, here are the allegations of misconduct. Okay. The task force... Investigative reports show that there are several witness interviews where the local law, the local police implicated were implicated in the murders. There were statements from two female inmates uh, portrayed suspects working with the sheriff's office to dispose of evidence in the Lopez case. However, the sergeant who took the statements was actually forced out of his jobs and the allegations were ignored by law enforcement. Okay. (coughs) And Sheriff's Office Chief Criminal Investigator, a guy by the name of Warren Gary, was also accused of purchasing a truck suspected of having been used to transport a body to discard the evidence. Um, In 2009, the sheriff ordered that every investigator working the case be swabbed for DNA. And however, the office refuses to comment on the results of those testings. Okay? <laughs> I know, right? A little bit incriminating right there. Yeah, you would think so. Because if they weren't involved and it showed <coughs> that they didn't test positive, they would release that to say, hey, these guys are clear. Yeah, they're cleared. Yeah. We cleared them from the case. Exactly. So, police, and then there's suspects. Now, suspects, police arrested and issued warrants for the arrest of four people with, in connection with the case. Two were held under murder charges for months before they were released. And um, then there was a guy by the name of Frankie Richard. He was a strip club owner. And also, everybody suspected him of being a drug dealer, apparently. Um, and he admitted to actually being a crack addict and having sex with most of the victims. Oh, okay. Okay, whatever. People have sex. Yeah, and, and people use drugs. That's, you know, just because I had sex with so-and-so doesn't mean I killed him. 
Right. And just because you're doing drugs doesn't mean you killed anybody. Exactly. He was among the last seen with at least one of the victims, Kristen Lopez. However, law enforcement's own witnesses have connected Richard to the sheriff's office. Two female inmates stated the sheriff's office disposed of evidence in the Lopez case alleged that the evidence was discarded at Richard's request. I don't understand that. Unless he's working with the police on certain levels, which I can see that happening. Okay. Now we have a guy by the name of Byron Jones and another guy by Lawrence Nixon, a cousin of the Laconia Brown. Nixon is a cousin of Laconia Brown were briefly charged with second-degree murder in the Ernestine Patterson case. However, the sheriff's office didn't test the alleged crime scene until 15 months later <laughs> and found it failed to demonstrate the presence of blood. Oh, you think? I know, right? Hey, sheriff's department down in Lozada. every time I read this, I was like, this is total police misconduct. Yeah. Uh, this is a cover-up. Now, I'm not a CSI person. No, and to I'm me, not this spells cover-up. Not murder. 15 months after a murder, you're probably not going to get a lot of blood evidence. I'm just You're probably assuming. not going to get a lot of forensics anyways. Yeah. Just just trying yeah. to help you guys out down there in, 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 in the rural swamp areas of Louisiana. You know, you, you might want to do it a little quicker than 15 months. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, where is it? Do, do, do. Oh, it went through that. Okay. Now it's going through exactly how they were found and um, how they were found and what the cause of death was determined. Okay. So we have Loretta Lynn Shison Lewis. She was 28. She was found floating in a river and her cause of death was unknown. Okay. That was on May 20th of 2005. She tripped and fell. Yeah. Then we have Ernestine Marie Daniels Patterson, who was the 30-year-old. She was found in a canal with fatal knife wound to the throat on June 18th of 2005. Okay? Kristen Gary Lopez, she was found in a canal on March 18th of 2007. So two years later, cause of death unknown. But they suspect asphyxia. Um, then we have... Whitney Dubois, who was found on the side of the road, cause of death unknown. Then we have Laconia Muggy Brown. She was found on the side of the road with fatal knife wounds to the throat. Then we have Crystal Zeno, whose remains were found by hunters in a wooded area. Her cause of death was unknown, but they suspected asphyxia. See, there's no even consistent MO here. No, there isn't. You know? So, and then you have Brittany Gary. Her, she was found on the side of the road by the police, and her cause of death was unknown. Then you have Nicole Jean Gilroy, who was found off I-10 on August 19th, and her cause of death was unknown. Okay? So with all this, and the cause of death being unknown, it's like, how are you trying to link these as a serial killer? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's pretty far Yeah, I mean, like I said, the only reason why I'm featuring this is because it's listed as a serial killer in, the re- in all, you know, like when you search it and shit. So I wanted to address it myself. You know, just no. put it out there, address it. You're doing good. Okay. You're doing good. So during... Um, Let's see here. Ba ba ba. I went through that already. Some of this is repeating on me because I didn't go through and retype my notes. Um, got that. I got that. Okay, got that. Sorry. 
Okay. We all patiently No, I know. I'm sorry. With the dead um, air. No, like I said, because when I go and type my notes, I do a lot of copying and pasting, and then I re-go through it all. Right. So, um, yeah. Okay. Now, um, it goes on to say that uh, the entirety of this case is riddled with so many conflicts of interest and confusing tangles of relationships between victims, relationships between suspects, and you know what I mean? That everything is intermingled. In some way, like I imagine it like the concentric circles that are kind of, you know what I mean? To do graphs. I'm thinking that somebody honestly has set this up so it seems that way. I think so too. You have to take it down to its base. Well, what it is at its base. I think it's they a, yeah. all fucking knew each other. Yes. They were all in basically the same trade in one way or another, whether it's right. the drug trade or. Yeah, or, or the, the sex, sex trade, or even family members. Yeah. yeah. So they were all connected somehow. There's, They're all connected. Most of them, if not all of them, are doing work with the cops. Right. So you that know? wouldn't even be a serial killer angle, though. No. There's no way a serial killer's going to know all these people are connected somehow. Unless they would avoid them like the plague. Unless they're a fucking cop. Yeah. You know, or one of their family members, and they're coming right out and saying, yeah, me and Bootsy. Fucking, oh, yeah, because snitches wind up in ditches. You know, which they're probably not going to yeah. fucking do. Yeah. So, um, now, some people are saying that it's, it's a matter of a small-town police force simply not having the resources to tackle it. I say bullshit. I'm going to say I agree. Because you can call in other resources. Yep. Those are always available to you. And if you think it's a serial killer... That's FBI, man. You call it, it the is. FBI. Yeah, hey, but my whole thing killer. is, because is I kept looking at it going, I don't know why this is on my serial killer list, and I wasn't going to feature it. But like I said, I think it needs, because it is on everybody's list, I don't want people to say, well, why aren't they covering this one? Yeah, no, I dig. You know, understand what I mean? So when I went through it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to cover it. Um, I did it mainly because, to me, it screams not a serial killer. It's not. Because no serial killer is going to target people that are that connected themselves. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because that draws a big red circle saying serial killer. <laughs> that not only draws a big fucking circle. If, you, it, yeah. if you're a serial killer and you're hitting everybody that are, that's linked to each other, it will link back to you. Eventually. Quicker, quicker than, yeah. than, than wildfire. I yeah. mean, it's... It's, Quicker it's, than it took him to convict Amelia Dreyer in a court of law. <laughs> right. Under that 4.5 minutes. <laughs> Under that 4.5 minutes. No. So, to me, <coughs> this screams. Somebody, somewhere, is even if it's not the cops, I believe the cops know who was doing it. Probably. And they're helping cover it up. Because why else would, A, they not release DNA evidence? B, why else are they disposing of evidence? And C, you know... Well, the not releasing, I kind of understand, you know, because if they're building a case, they don't want to, you don't want to show your hand. The disposing. That makes no sense. That makes no fucking sense no. at all. No. And apparently they can't justify it because you have, if, if they would have, you would have given me a justification. And they said it's because it expired like milk or some bullshit. Yeah. Right? No. And they're like, fuck it. We're just going to throw this out. Yeah. No, this is, no, this, is, this is almost like Michael Chiklis in the shield shit. Did you ever watch that show? No, I didn't. Oh, my goodness. He was a corrupt cop detective. It was oh. a good show. Um, but, yeah, it's just like, to me, I think what needs to be done 
my whole opinion about this whole case, and like I said, this is going to be a short one because of this, because um, I believe, and some other people have said it on the internet in chat forums, that the Department of Justice, the FBI, all of them need to step in and say, you know what, motherfuckers, we're taking over. Exactly. Because there's obvious, you know, if there can be some civil rights violations and all that, and the mishandling evidence has already been proven, um, if they step in and take care of it, we might actually find out who killed these women. And if it's a cop, then so be it. You know what? Because just because you have a badge and a gun doesn't mean you can go shooting people. Exactly. We all got to abide by the same goddamn laws. Exactly. So... I just, like I said, I wanted to feature this because I want to make it known that I personally do not believe it's a serial killer. I personally <laughs> believe it's an inside job somehow. And I personally think that the Justice Department needs to step in and say, you know what? We're going to take care of this now. So. No, I agree. So, you agree with me? You don't think it's a serial killer either, huh? <laughs> There's no fucking way. Okay. As soon as we mentioned that two victims were related, pretty much, you know. Here's the thing. Well, the two victims related, I can understand because... Kearney did. Oh, that. that's true. He did do the cousins. You're yeah, right. because uh, the the one cousin saw him pick up his cousin, and then he said, "Hey, I got to go back and get okay. this motherfucker." But when you're dealing with eight, eight eight victims, right? Right. And they're all related in one way or another. Yeah, they're all connected somehow. We're on episode forty-eight right now. Yes. So we have forty-eight that we've presented. That's not tally how many we haven't presented yet. That. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't tally the research we've done, which over the years is probably into the thousands. Right. When have you ever seen a serial killer this, going... With this much connection? None. Yeah. Who goes, Never. okay, I'm going to get all these people that are connected to each no. other, that work with the cops, that have all the, the, the big danger zone for the serial killer, right? Oh, yeah. So let's say it is a serial killer. This is a big danger zone. There's everything that is going to lead them directly, not just like a, right. hey, we have five suspects. They'll be like, no, this is the motherfucker right here. Well, see, and that's how I look at it, too, because, you know, we've talked about how prostitutes and drug dealers and stuff like that are considered high-risk victims. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Then if you start targeting everybody in this high risk area that's all connected somehow, then you yourself are a high risk killer. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I look at it. Well, that's what I was saying, man. It's yeah. going to take you away from like, hey, we got five fucking suspects. And no, yeah. it's Bob. Yeah. Right here. He's exactly. The fence. This is fucking stupid. Exactly. And the fact that they were found in such high levels of decomp, but they seem to be in open areas. That's a little bizarre. Makes me wonder things, too. Yeah. Because if he, she's on the side of the road and she's being found by a cop or on the side of a highway, that's a highly open area. Especially Interstate 10, because I could tell I've been yeah. up and down 10. That is that main one right there. Right. Cause, uh, and yeah. they're in the swamps. And that's... Uh, it's... So when, when you're on 10 and you're, and, and you're driving through Lozana uh, towards, like, uh, Nolens and everything, that's like... It's got to be 20... 40 miles of, of oh, swamp. Yeah. And all right. it is, is it's, it's a big bridge. Right. With pillars. Yeah. And you're just going fucking forever. Right. So if you're finding her on the side of anywhere in any of those swamps, you're going to see her pretty quick. Like, yeah. she's not going to be rotting for like a week. Or or months. Or months. Yeah. yeah. No, you're going to so, see her within a day or two. For Like I said, so for them to be in highly open areas... In such a level of decomp, tells me that they were somewhere else first and then put there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, 
I think we, like I said, I think that this needs to go back and it enough more awareness needs to be brought to it because obviously it's not. And, you know, because there's more to this than, you know, it's not a serial killer case. No, I think I'm, it's a cop. Yeah, I think it's it is me. too. If it's not a cop, it's somebody who's working with the police and they need that person. Could be. Could be. But, I'd yeah. direct it more towards I, being a cop. I think it's, I definitely think it's a cop, but I didn't want to be like, yep, it's definitely a cop. And I try being very supportive of law enforcement. Oh, me too. Like I said, except for Vancouver PD. Yeah, I Vancouver PD. <laughs> Fuck them. But no, so yeah, more more awareness needs to be brought out there. And I think the more times we bring it to the surface and highlight it, then it'll help, you know, draw more attention to it so it does get looked at. Groove it. That was my whole point. Okay. Like I said, short episode, but we kind of need it. We've had a couple of long oh, ones. You don't have any Q&A for me? I don't. The only thing, well, the only thing I said, you know, is like, do you think that there's anything but, I mean, do you think it is a serial killer case? That's the only Q&A yeah, no. I have because <laughs> they basically give us the information by telling us who's related to who and how. Yeah. There's so there no was way. no questions there. Um, It was just, you know, like I said, and you and I both agreed that. I we believe it's a cover up. I believe it's a cover up. I'm gonna have to agree with you. And I don't know how. I mean, I know that we don't really have pull of the Justice Department <coughs> yet. <laughs> We're still working state, local areas. <laughs> However, I believe that somebody who does have the pull needs to get in touch with them because something needs to be done. Agreed. You know, if I had so. time, I'd go fly down to Louisiana myself. I know, around. dude. But then I'd end up in jail. I know. I was gonna say you'd have to take me because I love New Orleans. Love it. Love it. Only if I could feed you to alligators. Dude, I want to go alligator hunting. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go again. You're fucking gator hunting <laughs> shit. Did you watch that lame ass swamp I haven't watched thing. it lately. Jodum, Clint. Jodum. No. So that's that's where I'm at. All right. Great. And like I said, I'm sorry this was so short and everything, but I wanted to bring awareness to this case. Groovin, I thought it'd be way longer. I thought I was going to no. be over here taking a nap. I told you it was short. Go. All right, this has been Brutal Nation. Remember, you can send us an email at brutalnation.cast at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.twistedbluellc.com. If you got a shop on or if you're going to shop at Amazon, click on the link that we provide. It helps out the show. doesn't cost you a damn thing extra. Uh, let's see what else. Check out the blogs. Um, you know the blogs. I still haven't memorized Hub them. Hub pages, vocal media, and medium. medium. I got to make myself a little note and like hang it right here on my monitor. That way, there I can look at. It and go, oh, that's you the, need a sticky. That's the places that picked us up. Okay, that's it. Fuck. <laughs> you need a sticky. Until next time. Oh, this uh, show's copyright twenty twenty one by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved. We will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.